0: Welcome back to the E-Hall Army Wrestling Radio Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Brian Rowan, and Jordan Tom is not with us.
1: And by not with us, of course, you mean he is doing perfectly fine.
0: (laughs) He'll he'll make 100% recovery. No, he's uh, he's
1: already at 100%. He's perfectly fine. He's not even less than 100%. He's not 98. He's not 99. He's 100%. But yeah. he's not on the show tonight, so B-Row, you have a guest host tonight.
0: Yeah, so we got we got Coach Kevin Ward filling in. He's going to be helping out tonight, <laughs> uh, and we got a special episode. Willie Simpson coming on the air. Oh, William Simpson, better known as Willie Simpson or Slick Willie, and we also otherwise
2: they'd get me confused with your cat.
1: So
0: yes, and uh, same, I, I, it, I it, and no
1: one wants that. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we also have. Matthew Simpson on, avid listener of the podcast. So welcome to the show, guys.
2: Hey, it's awesome being here. My first show. And uh, I've only been counting, you know, since the first episode. So uh, what episode is this? B Rose at 37? This is episode 39. Oh, 39. So I'm only like your 39th, you know, best friend. So I understand.
0: This must be something, this must be a Simpson <laughs> kind of thing because as soon as we started the episode with Phil. He brought that up. He was like, Yeah, I was wondering when you guys were gonna start contacting me. I thought I was like pretty high up on the like army wins, you know, list, a couple other accolades. We're just saving it. We don't wanna put- <laughs> this is this is a long-term podcast. We're gonna be doing this literally forever.
1: We, so, yeah, you, you we can't had just to bring wait. all the
0: guns out right away.
1: Yeah, well, we had to wait because we know how big of a fan of the show Matthew is, and we thought, like, well, we have to keep Matthew tuning in to the show. He may not watch this one because he knows what we're talking about. Of all of our dozens of listeners, Matthew has listened to each show, like, 10 times. He is almost <laughs> our entire fan base, the Army Wrestling Super fan. So yeah. yeah, Willie, like, yeah, maybe you're overdue to be on the show. What I'm most excited about having Matthew on the show tonight, see if he can carry his old man through an interview here. her.
2: That's true. I'm going to lean on him for sure. He knows more about it than I do. So
0: yeah, we had to go, we, we should have went live five minutes ago when he was giving me a recap of uh, all, you know, the Greco finals this past weekend.
1: Well, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to run it back. We'll have to get Willie's thoughts, Matthew's thoughts on the Olympic trials this past week. I'm sure B-Row has some strong, hot take, um, not very popular opinions. He'll probably want to share too.
0: <laughs> you got mine yesterday on the phone. I won't bring that up tonight. That's not a topic to to bring. That's up. not
1: a topic. No, it's not. A, it, it's a topic we can discuss, but it's not an opinion that you want to you want to discuss at all. No, save that. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So let's start with a few questions for Matthew because I know his bedtime's coming up. So Matthew, you've listened to a lot of different episodes. What was your favorite episode on this podcast so far?
3: I really like the EIWA preview one. That one really was really fun to watch because that one was right before dad was packing up and about to leave for the IWA so he had put that on, on the on his bed. He was packing up and I got to listen to that.
2: He he got to stay up late that night hanging out with dad. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Matthew was uh was that the episode that B Row wasn't on? Did somebody take his spot or was, was B Row on that episode with us?
3: He he was
1: Oh, he was, and it's still one of your favorites. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit surprised, but Who,
2: who's your favorite co-host?
3: There's a few.
2: Like. Yeah, I'd say I'd probably say One-eyed Willie is my favorite co-host.
3: Yeah, I would have to go with
0: One-eyed
3: Willie. <laughs> That's probably my number
2: one. Well, what's your other favorite episode? You going to have another one
3: i do like the ncaa
2: one yeah you think uh what about the episode with your uncle phil
3: yeah i i listened to almost the whole thing of that
1: (laughs) almost the entire thing
3: almost the entire thing
2: yeah sometimes uncle phil rambles a little bit
1: (laughs) (laughs) the simpsons move at their own pace i'm sure the episodes flow at a very simpson pace Well, he's heard all the stories already, so wasn't a new episode for him. Yeah.
3: One, why I got to listen to us all of them. I like to sneak the iPad. And
2: don't tell mom. (laughs) Try
3: to get the password. I've never. I haven't figured out. Last phone that mom had, I would sneak. I would take it. I figured out the password, so I get the password. I always go to baseball and sometimes go to YouTube and try to watch wrestling. But then mom would catch me.
1: Moms can do that. Somewhere
3: hiding. Somewhere hiding. I'd be somewhere hiding, trying to put it on.
2: Does mom let you watch the B-Hall radio, though?
3: She let me watch the Philip Simpson one. And this night, when Margaret heard heard that I was going to be on the B-Hall radio... She, she was really impressed, and then she thought that I'd have to wait till one hour. She, she thought she, I was going to be on here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> she was doing the laundry, I think. She was getting something from downstairs. It was late. I was watching.
2: What do you you think they... NCAA. Margaret will probably listen to this. You want to say anything to her?
3: Well. Say what's up. She probably will. Yeah. Tomorrow I will try to get her
2: on. Well, no. You can say what's up to her now because she'll hear it tomorrow when B-Row releases. Like
1: this. Hey, Margaret. What's up? We're glad you're listening. Yeah.
3: I wanted to tell her that I took the toughest questions.
2: Well, <laughs> I did take the one of the toughest questions. Yeah. Yeah. Be right. Trying to be sneaky Pete on you.
0: Yeah.
1: He's coming out hot.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the listeners know too, we didn't prepare anybody with any of these questions today. This is like, we're just firing these off.
1: So- and I'm sure our listeners are shocked because it's usually obvious that we prepare so long <laughs> to every single one of these episodes. Yeah.
0: So, Matthew, last question before you go to bed. Who is your favorite Army wrestler?
3: I like Ben Pooza, New, because he came this year as a freshman. I I kind of thought he might have been – he might have would have got maybe third place. But after I saw him wrestle really good, I thought he was going to be – one of the best wrestlers on Army's lineup.
1: Can I ask you a question about that? What do you think that Ben does so well in his wrestling?
3: Score points. I mean I like that. When mm. I watch him his first match was against that Lehigh kid. He got he beat that kid like 14 to four. I don't know that. He came out of nowhere because we thought they put on, we, at the whole match, we did not know who he was. Sage was with us and we were just thinking who it was. We just, we didn't know. So at the end of the match, they showed Ben Pazook because at the end of the match, Sage was like, we figured out that it was Ben Pazook.
2: Yeah. What was his uh his technique? How did he score points?
3: Getting takedowns.
2: Yeah. Did you recognize any of those takedowns? I did. Yeah. Which which one?
3: When he started scoring points, I just to me he looked like kinda of what Lane does. Yeah. He
0: He looked like a bazooka out there. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah.
3: Pazook just was scoring points. That's
1: that's awesome. And that's what you got to do, right? In the second
3: period was the most points that he took. The third period was just like five points, but he beat that kid by a major decision. Yeah. Yeah. That was... like He came out of nowhere, and then finally... We figure out that he's Ben Pazook. And then his next match, I think, was against Binghamton. No, it was Navy. Mm -hmm. And he beat the Navy kid.
2: Yeah, he beat him pretty good. beat him up. Yeah. And then what happened at EIWAs?
3: EIWAs, he just beat those kids. It was his first year. So I don't think I've ever watched a freshman. Being the IWA champion his first year. Yeah. I have never.
2: Not even not, not even Uncle Philip did that. Uncle Philip got second his freshman year.
1: How many years have you been watching Army Wrestling, Matthew?
3: Maybe four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all that we, we I been can remember. We've been here for five years. But yeah. Five years. Yeah. I have never it. seen. I've watched for four years. Either. <laughs>
3: I've been watching only wrestling for four years. Yeah. Four years ago, they had like... I didn't remember four years ago,
0: man. Not nearly as many good
3: guys. They did did get uh, people to the NCAAs. Yeah. And I forgot that you had to be in the top four this year to go to the NCAAs when Taylor Brown, he was in the Constellations. He lost... His third place match. So I thought he was not going. And then when I figured out he's going, I was like, oh, yeah, you have to be fourth in the top four. And he went there. He wasn't so good, but he went went in there, won his first match, and then lost his second.
2: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. (sighs) So
3: I thought that might have been the. Second best tournament last year, not last year, but the other year, they had a pretty good one. Who else
2: Uh, you Who else you excited to see? Maybe next year.
3: Next year, I hope that those wrestlers can work like the whole season. They're working their best.
1: They need
0: to this year. Coach, you gonna you gonna get on that?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking notes here. I'm listening.
3: <laughs> Usually they, this year, they, I kind of think they worked almost their very hardest. I think PJ and Lane worked as hard as they could. Mm-hmm. But Listen, they I'm going to tell the
1: wrestlers hard. that unless you want Matthew to get on b radio next year and say he went to the tournament and he wasn't very good, they, they need to work their best. Because you know what? I agree with you. We, had, we weren't very good and we need to work our best. I yeah. agree.
3: Yeah. Last year we had, uh, I think it was, we had a few wrestlers winning two matches in the championship bracket but the get- well, that was
2: two years ago. That
3: was two years ago. And- last year, we didn't get to have an NCAA tournament. Yeah, but we did get qualifiers. Yeah, we did. We got a
0: stickler over here, Willie. Yeah, you really- so yeah we Willie, just- we know there wasn't a were- tournament. We- so we can just. We
3: won the semifinals, <laughs> and then uh, I think it was Ben Harvey. Yeah, Ben Harvey lost to Valencia in his match. He- last year, Valencia beat him yeah because yeah, I, I thought valencia would have maybe maybe had to go to ot and, but ben harvey would have won
2: yeah he's getting in ot
3: because in ot that's when ben harvey gets amped up and <laughs> working hard yeah, in the yeah. OT. I remember last year when he hey, was wrestling. Last, last thing. His, in his senior year, he was wrestling in OT against Navy Kid, and he beat him.
1: That's the always good. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, what do you what do you say to Mr. Biro, Mr. Kevin?
3: Thank you.
1: Can, yeah. What do you want to say? Go Army.
3: Go Army, beat Navy.
1: Yeah. Go Army. Yeah, you meet are. everybody. You know what? Thanks for coming on the show tonight, man.
3: Yeah, thanks, Matthew. You're yeah. welcome. All right. Good night. Okay.
0: All right. Well, that wraps it up for so, tonight. Uh, so, um, right.
3: this is, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got we got, we got two lilies on the every,
1: show. Everyone can kind of, yeah, they can just kind of tune out now I mean the star of the show was gone. I don't don't know how we're going to follow that he has a better memory of army wrestling than I do Um, (laughs) you know what I don't think he's ever seen a freshman go to the EIWA tournament before and win it matter of fact no one on planet earth had ever seen that before because that was our first one but he's absolutely right he had never seen that before in hard-hitting analysis too yeah he went to the tournament he wasn't very good yeah he didn't hold back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: he's, he's, he's not holding back. Reminds me a it, little man. bit of me on the podcast. Sometimes I need to hold it back, but
2: well, so. I
0: take a, a lot of my motivational
2: stuff. I take back to the rest. Of it. I just get from Matthew. You know, I
1: get I get what are, what up for the today Matthew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so for the listeners, listening uh, Will Simpson, my classmate, uh, class of two thousand nine, um, two time NCAA qualifier. WCAP team member, universities finalist, uh, been on the wrestling scene for shoot the last 15 years, and with college and international, um, longest serving uh, non you know field uh, captain into field grade years on West Point in history, I think. <laughs> willie he's been at West Point for the past five years. Is it five years, six years?
2: Yeah, five. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: welcome again to the show i'm uh I'm, I'm excited to to do this this is uh long overdue we uh you know we wanted to have you on earlier but uh just logistics it's just yeah
1: yeah this logistics is tough <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and and maybe i took every episode so i'll take the blame yeah. for that but um yeah Actually, let's dig in let's dig yeah. in bro
0: yeah so i'll start it the same way we started phil's um because i want to get your perspective you know you come from huge family everybody everybody knows the simpsons that's listening all the dozens of fans we have listening in um they know the simpson family phil talked you know a lot about his perspective let's hear your perspective growing up a big family you know what that means to you and kind of what that means you know from a family perspective but also from a wrestling perspective
2: yeah so growing up i mean there was a lot of kids in the house and, and uh so there's always somebody to get in trouble with. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I guess my earliest memory is is, uh, is probably um, seeing my dad coach uh, in practice where, you know, mom would drop us off or come to, you know, maybe pick dad up and we'd run into the wrestling room and watch him coach, you know, practice, uh, you know, finish up practice. So I remember my dad coaching and, And the wrestlers had this profound respect for my dad. And then we'd go to tournaments and we'd be wrestling on the side of the mats, you know, or when there was a break in the rounds, we'd go out there and, you know, Philip and Patrick and I would just literally just roll around the mat. So that's kind of how we grew up. Uh, It was just a part of our daily life in the the house. But having so many kids, there was always somebody to wrestle. And, And everything ended in a wrestling match. We could be playing cards playing you know playing like uh, goldfish or whatever and then before you know it you know somebody telling somebody cheated and then you start banging heads and grabbing legs and pushing each other out so it didn't matter what we did basketball soccer whatever it always ended in a wrestling match so it was kind of in her blood to, to, to be wrestling you know to, to wrestle
0: has uh, that transcended the, into your current household Yes. So you have you have seven
1: kids, right? Is it seven or eight? Uh seven and, and uh one on the way.
0: Seven and seven and a half. seven and a half, seven
1: and three. Yep. <laughs> so who's winning those wrestling matches at the Simpson household now? Um, well, uh
2: Margaret's pretty daggum tough. I was know, gonna like, say, I don't know.
0: think anybody <laughs> Margaret
2: she, she's she's just gritty. Matthew, Matthew knows most of wrestling, but uh Mark's just straight up gritty. Uh but um it's it's kind of fun because Matthew and Margaret are pretty even. and so they trade takedowns constantly. Um it, it's really just a toss up. That's what makes it fun because one night Margaret may, you know, put it on Matthew and the next night Matthew's freaking putting her a headlock and and you know, throwing her no down the ground. <laughs> uh, and then Christine gets in there and scraps too. She's she's, you know, she's fun to watch. And uh, you know, but you do gotta watch out for Mary Kate. She's only four years old, but she she'll come up behind you when you're not looking at you know uh do a chin whip back yeah. to your,
1: your back so I'm i feel not like mary Kate's to too sweet
0: to be a wrestler. she's just a sweetheart
1: <laughs> no i can see that you know I, i've seen them playing i've seen them in my backyard i've seen them on the street i can see that in mary kate i can see her yeah in. oh yeah so, yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know you're going through high school phil goes to west point patrick goes to west point was there any question whether you were going to go to West Point too, or was that a foregone conclusion?
2: No, it was, I didn't even apply anywhere else. Um, when Philip, you know, applied and got in, I, at that point, I knew where I was going to go. <clears throat> uh, my brother, Patrick, you know, had his doubts. He, he kind of was, you know, wanted to be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, like the competitive drive between all of us brothers was so strong that like we couldn't allow Philip to outdo us, you know? And so Patrick, at the end of the day, it was like, all right, Philip's not better than I, you know, better than me. So I'm going to go to West Point and show him up. And then me, it's just like, well, if that's what my old brothers are doing. That's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to, you know, prove I'm the best brother. So that's kind of just the competitive drive that drove us into uh, West Point. <clears throat> uh, but we also, you know, seeing Philip in his cadet outfit, we, we had a, a sense of pride and, uh, you know, being at the military academy and my two grandfathers serving in the army you know we had we had that like instinctive you know desire to serve our country uh, and then um, did west point just offered us you know to to wrestle at division 1 level and and be you know uh, an officer in the army so it was kind of like a win win for all of us
0: nice so when was the first time you went to west point i'm actually asking some of these questions now that i don't even know and i think i feel like i know you extremely well willie but yeah. when was the first time you went to west point
2: like I was think that? I was—I must have been a sophomore and and in, uh, in high school, maybe a junior, because <clears throat> I think I I went up with Patrick uh, to visit Philip um, uh, sometime after wrestling season was over, and uh, he might have been Patrick's like recruiting trip or something like that. But we all came up and to visit Philip, and um, he showed us around, and he acted like he owned the place, but I think he was just a plebe, and we didn't know any better. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh yeah it was uh that, i mean i remember coming up and just kind of falling in love with west point you know and uh, in the springtime when it gets you know the leaves come out and the flowers start blooming and it's a beautiful place um i think strategically phil didn't ask us to come up in the winter you know where it's a little more dreary.
1: He was already <laughs> recruiting yeah
2: <laughs> that, win- that winter that winter would have scared me off so
0: i did my recruiting trip in february i didn't come up in the fall So yeah, I was,
1: man. Yeah. Were you already committed at that point or were you still open?
0: I was, I hadn't finished my application process. So I wasn't like, I couldn't like commit, but I was already like on board to go to the prep school. So they're like, Hey, you need to get your, like your physical, like the little physical aptitude test. Like you need to get that done. And because it was like wrestling season, I just like, didn't feel like like I'd be like cutting weight. So I didn't want to, I was like, I'm not going to perform that well. And they're like, just go do it. So I, I did it like right after that. And then I was kind of onboarded from there.
1: Got it. Good radio. But so when you <laughs> came up on your official recruiting visit, Will, did you stay with your brother?
2: Unofficially? Yes.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize that, uh,
2: you know, when I was staying with Phil, uh, I, you know, cause I wasn't uh, really... On an official trip uh, I never actually had an official trip I used to kind of say that to Chuck Barbie who was our coach he actually never really recruited me he just assumed I was coming and you know didn't have to waste any energy on me uh, but no I came up with to, to see Phil and I slept in the same bed as he did and and uh, I thought it was I thought it was a great time which that's just the way we grew up you know like we yeah. kind of slept in the same bedrooms and same same bed it wasn't a big deal you know <clears throat> so when we came up to West Point it uh you know it's it just a it's kind of like being at home you know growing up with phil in the room little
1: did you know coach was using all that energy recruiting b row.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't i actually I, i'm pretty sure that i approached uh coach barbie about getting recruited i was like hey i want to come to west point he was like okay and then i think i got a letter in the mail. I, it was like right around that time I, was, I got a letter in the mail because I made it to the state tournament or something. But um,
1: I mean, are we gonna go this whole interview tonight and and not pretend you have a cat sitting at the back of your chair? <laughs> just what is? I can't. He's just <laughs> chilling. Yeah. What? Is, he just sits right there on the back of your chair the whole time.
0: I guess. I mean, I don't. I mean, this is the first guess, episode I've I'm, done up here.
1: Yes, he's he's well. You're in his domain now, so you better ask permission. <laughs> like,
0: for all the listeners listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you're missing out. You need to go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, and you can watch.
1: If you can't see the- it, there's literally a cat sitting on the back of b chair, and he's carrying on a conversation like it's completely normal. And his cat's just <laughs> chilling. By the way, the cat only has one eyeball. Yeah. And you can't make this stuff up. So I hope our 24, maybe 25 now, YouTube viewers um, getting a kick out of this like i am
0: <laughs> so back back to the agenda will <laughs> you had a, a a kind of a unique career at west point um you, you qualified for the national tournament as a plebe and then you qualified again as a firstie. um i personally know you know you went through some adversity and you know in, in between you know plebe year and first year um, talk to us a little bit about your career, you know, what it was like to wrestle at West Point, kind of some of the adversity you went through, um, you know, while you were yeah. there.
2: Well, uh, when I was a plebe, um, nobody had any expectations. I mean, I wasn't a highly recruited athlete <clears throat> coming out of Tennessee. Um, and, uh, and so I, I don't really don't think there was a lot of expectations on me at the time that, you know, we had uh, some of my good buddies that were, on my team, N- Nando, for, for you know uh, Martinez was was a guy at 125, uh, and Travis Stone, and 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 uh so I think they just kind of thought I was just gonna be a good practice partner. So that just was a great thing for me because it just burned me. I wanted to prove everybody wrong. So fresh my freshman year, that my mentality was just like just prove everybody wrong. But it also helped having Patrick. Patrick was a firstie. He was the captain of the team, and I mean Phil. Had a lot of accolades on the mat. I mean, he he uh, had the most wins and records and stuff. But then uh, this will this will start a fight next time we get to home. But Patrick was tougher than Phil.
0: <laughs> I know Patrick. Patrick Patrick's was the hardest, practice partner Patrick, that year.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know you were. You know better than I. But he was the hardest working kid. I, I'm still to this day. I've never seen my work as hard as Patrick and it, be more intense. Uh, it, but he also had Mr. Intensity, four time winner John Anderson so it was like they fed off each other and for me i was just trying hard to be you know kind of fall in line with my brother patrick so i was uh i was like a a really immature my body hasn't even matured yet trying to compete with patrick and john anderson um but i think that drive and that uh, daily like effort is what fueled my success freshman year uh and of course I, I fell into a little funk because I made it to the Blaze my freshman year, um, you know, kind of set the bar. And then now I had to deal with the, the new expectations and that was a difficult thing for me to grasp mentally was all right. If, if I expect me to go back to Blaze, I got to repeat the type of performance I had. And, um, I didn't have Patrick there. I didn't have Johnny smokes there to kind of keep, keep me, you know, uh, um, going, um, so, that was that was tough and also matt kyler came in you know uh, as a freshman and uh you know he was highly recruited you know one of our best athletes at west point uh in, in our wrestling history and
0: i wouldn't say um, I mean, wrestler. you're right
2: yeah right. but uh was <laughs> decorated i guess last our last arm there so but yeah matt kyler coming in there and kind of shook things up and and uh you know um kind of messed with my confidence a little bit and uh, I still found the starting lineup by the end of the year. I had some success. I won the New York State tournament that year and, and pulled a big upset over uh, at the time. He was number ten seed, Mark Bud. Um, I know, B-Row, you remember that match?
0: Yeah, you couldn't get your headgear off. He was trying to celebrate coming off the mat, and he couldn't get his head. I still have the, actually. I still have the video. Oh man! Who was, it,
1: who was it that you beat there?
2: It was Mark Budd from Buffalo. Yeah, it was uh, so
0: funny. He like. You got a take takedown, I think, in overtime, like right near the edge. No, of the net. it was
2: it, it was this craziest thing. Chuck Barbie, he, I, you know, I, I love the I love the guy, you know, but in the and, and I look back, I'm like, what was Chuck thinking? Why did he let me make this decision? I was out there on top, and uh, and if I wrote, I finished writing Mark Bud out, we would we would've been a tie, and we had gone into overtime. Some I had some crazy reason was like, I'm letting this dude up. I actually lost to Mark Budd earlier that year in overtime. <clears throat> so in my head, I was like, I'm gonna let him up and I'm gonna take him down. But there was like 20 seconds left in the clock. <laughs> uh, and, and so you know, we went out of bounds and I went uh, Jeff Harvey, like Jeff barbie like, let me let him up, I'm gonna let him up. Chuck was <laughs> like, You wanna let him up? And I was like, Yeah, I'm letting him up. He's like, Okay, you know, and so I let I let Mark Butt up and uh you know, we went out of bounds, and I had like 17 seconds, or like eight eight seconds left on the clock to take him down. And I like dove in on a shot, tried to peek out, and came up, dumped him on his back, and, and you know, in the process of doing that, he pulled my headgear down. I couldn't even see, and I was on top of him. I couldn't see how much time was left on the clock, and you know, referee goes two, and I was trying to get my headgear off, and <laughs>
1: I was. Trying we to got to so find that way. footage.
0: I, I have it. It was. I think it made the hot because. So it made the highlight tape of like the end of the year video. And I took a video of the entire thing a few years back. Cause I was like, I'm not going to want to miss all this stuff. Cause there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's several funny clips like Clayton put together the highlight tape that year. And, uh,
2: <laughs> oh, I was, I'm gonna have to find was that one. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Anyways,
2: I looked about as athletic as, uh, Matt Kyler did trying to celebrate with my headgear still in my eyes. <laughs> um, but uh that it, I was at that that weight class that year, they sent all six guys from the EIWA there. So I mean it was a tough weight class. I just didn't perform well. And then uh following that up, my junior year. Um, you know, I, I had to bump up a couple weight classes. Matt Kyler, you know, uh was having a lot of success. And uh Casey Tom had come in the lineup. I love Casey Tom. I know Jordan's not on, but we used to scrap and try to break each other and uh kind of came down to it Chuck Barbie made the call and and went with Casey Tom instead of me so my junior year I just sat in the bleachers watching the IWAs and it burned me up burned me up to to watch the IWAs from the stands um and then senior year you know kind of went back and forth with Casey Tom again again we were we were out for blood every day um but the crazy thing about Casey Tom was we we were, we both were in, uh, FCA together, uh, the wrestling team and we would wake up in the mornings, you know, once or twice a week and, um, uh, and go to, uh, you know, the FCA together and, 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 you know, we would do, do some Bible reading and pray together. Um, <clears throat> we'd talk about intentions, you know, like, what was our intention? Or we want to pray for it? And I was like, I want to pray that I beat Casey Tom's ass. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but it's crazy that, but I, I love Casey Tom, I, you know, and and uh, that it was just a, you know, tough and tough room, you know, we were busting each other up pretty good every day, and um, you know he ended up getting hurt, busted his knee up, and um, so I got the call, and and I was able to go in at EIWAs and, and place fourth and qualified to go to NCAA's one more time. Um, didn't do what I set out to do, didn't accomplish my goals of being All American, so it left me still wanting. Um, so um, after graduating, I, I felt like I had unfinished business and uh, on the mat. <clears throat> so uh, when I found an op- I had an opportunity, uh, after I graduated, I went to my the big red one um, out of Fort Kansas or uh, uh, Fort Riley, Kansas and uh, deployed with them to, to Iraq for a year spent a year as an XO back in garrison. And then uh, before going to Captain's career course, there was, you know, my brother Phil called me up and said, Hey, have you thought about doing all on me coming out to the uh, W cap room? And so I took him up on it, uh, put the paperwork in, and uh, went out there and started scrapping again. So it was an uh, um, awesome opportunity to put the shoes back on and and uh, go go seek some uh some more wins so uh that was kind of how I got into WCAP um but while I was there I transitioned from freestyle to Greco and um made a living you know training Greco and uh you know it took me about took me a while to learn Greco but uh once I once I learned it I fell in love with it
1: hey can I go can I go back because I'm just like I'm stuck on this you and uh and Casey waking up going to FCA breakfast and um and doing your, your devotionals and praying together would you pray right in front of me please tell me you said yeah today I want to pray that I beat this guy's ass would tell me you would say that out <laughs> loud right in front of me
2: I, I, I may have not as said it as, as vocal you know but he's sitting they in the same circle as me so I was like I you know praying that I you know be the starter and go to go to uh, you know yeah well, um, I love it, it was, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I was just that honest you know we, I mean you're that honest when you, when you walk in the yeah. restroom and, and you look at each other and you're like, yeah, I'm gunning for you. I mean, you can't help, but not be honest. And, uh, and I feel like that's kind of what B-Haw is, you know, it, that our t- B-Row, I mean, we didn't, it wasn't B-Haw, right? Like b Hall kind of came after us, but it was b Hall in, in every sense of the, you know, the, the motto, um, we, we care about each other. We you know, held each other accountable. And, and, uh, you know, if I wasn't going to be the guy, I was going to make sure that the guy that was there was going to do it for me, you know, because uh, I just wasn't going to accept, uh, you know, anything less of myself. So I wasn't going to accept anything less of the person who was there in front of me. So it's awesome.
0: On that note, Willie, I, w- I wish you kept me a little bit more accountable when I was at last point. Maybe I would
1: have. We're trying. Less- Listen, <laughs> we're trying now, bro. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't given up Some on you. Some things so- you just yeah. can't do. Yeah, <laughs> we're not giving so, up on
0: like you. I, I have a couple of questions. So your transition, you know, you go, you know, go in the army, let's say six to nine months and you deploy for a year, you come back. So it's like two years off the mat, you know, what's, what's it like coming back? You know, what's the transition like, and then obviously going in, a, you know, starting a freestyle and then being like, okay, I got to wrestle this different sport. That's not even wrestling, um, Greco roman <laughs> Um, hey man
2: uh, you, knew,
0: you, knew, you knew you'd get a hot take from me tonight at some point
2: <laughs> yeah well it will come back to you i'm sure <laughs> well what was it like going from you know i think it was like two and a half maybe three years before i i you know really got back out there <clears throat> and i'll tell you in one word it was painful it was painful
1: pain um, yeah pain. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: well, I'll, I'll say this I, I had no idea if i still had it in me or not i wanted it um, but you know I started having kids and you know I got dad I got the dad bod going and you know I was like I don't know if I can scrap you know like those guys but <clears throat> when we got back from Iraq we had victory week going on I think most units do something where you know all the different units they they all play different sporting events or games uh, across the post kind of boost the morale back up and, and um, in the community and so they had a combatives tournament that was that included Fort Leavenworth and, um, some other post, I forget, but so we had like a tri-post combatives tournament. Um, and, uh, Michael Sprigg, our heavyweight was, was out there in the same unit as I did. I was, so we both talked to each other like, Hey, we could walk through this combatives tournament and win this thing. Um, then, uh, and so we kind of agreed to do that. So we started training each other the week leading up to the combatives tournament. Um, and uh and sure enough, you know, we had the combators tournament. a two-day two-day tournament. Um, I made mean, I, I cut like three, four pounds to make whatever weight class it was uh, um and uh and we had the tournament. Um I made it to the finals. <clears throat> so did so did uh, Michael Sprig. And um in the finals they brought in the cage and it was full contact. Um so basically uh well let me back up in the semifinals. I forget what level it was, but you could a- open hand slap, but you couldn't, um, punch. And, uh, I had taken the guy down and all my soldiers out there watching. And I took the guy down and I was uh, mounted up on top of him. And basically I was just going for a choke. And, and my, after I won that, my, uh, soldiers came back and they said, sir, like you totally disappointed us. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like you had the chance to slap that guy in his face and you didn't take it. Like you, you totally just eased up on him. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I did. I didn't want to embarrass the guy. So they made me promise that in the finals that I was going to, you know, get, give it to the guy, you know, like, <laughs> and, you know, just bust his nose or something. So, so here comes the finals against this kid and this young, young soldier. And, uh, you know, I kind of went in there and I was kind of dancing around, punching a little bit. And he kicked me straight in the chest <laughs> and knocked me down on my ass. And I got. I just started seeing red. I jumped up and threw him into the cage. He tried to follow up, so I threw him in the cage. and He bounced off, and I started tagging him. And then I went for a jab, and he cut it to the right. And I came hard with my right and connected with the uh, in his nose and broke his nose. And he went down. And they stopped the fight. Um, but it was that moment that I knew. I was like, man, I gotta i still have it i still
1: have that you know, when you me. felt the guy's nose break under the weight of your fist you knew right then you were I like did. yeah i don't care about the kid i don't care about the dad bod like yeah you know. i was like i gotta
2: go get, i gotta go back to the wrestling i gotta you know gotta get it so it was a
1: moment will like
2: <laughs> that
1: poor soldier i feel so bad oh nose. yeah i'm sure you felt terrible <laughs> still do obviously
2: yeah, uh, well, he was my ticket to back the to WCAP, you know, to get into WCAP, because my, my battalion commander, brigade commander, they were there, and they just went nuts. And all the soldiers there were just chanting my name, and uh, Bridget was in there. I think she started crying a little bit, you know. So I was like, man, this is it. I got to go, you know. And so I dropped my packet to, to the WCAP, and, and they all approved it. So
0: <laughs> You probably got an Archon for that, too.
2: I think it was an AM, yeah. You know, should have been yeah. Arcon. Should have
0: been Arcon. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so did they, did they stop it completely after you broke his nose when <sighs> you won?
2: Yeah, well, I jumped on him, you know, and I started, you know, i got to keep hitting him so that they, they stopped that. Um, and I mean, they're, they're, he splattered blood everywhere. So, you know, they, they wanted to stop that too. Is there video um,
0: anywhere? How, how yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hero, come
1: listen, on over, man. Listen. On. Will has been back at West Point for five years. This is the first time I've heard the story. And <laughs> yeah, he, I've and never he heard just, the
0: story before.
1: And he's just saying, like, yeah, there's like blood splattering and stuff. No, that's not how you tell the story about breaking somebody's nose, <laughs> blood going everywhere. Like, we gotta get into this. We gotta dig a little bit deeper on another episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, John Anderson actually called me and uh because I, I think I sent him the video, or whatever, and he was like, dude, like Come get, get out of here, W because he was out there at the time, and um, so John Anderson, you know, my brother Phil, both both kind of tag team to help me get out there. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, but to answer your question, I did go out there to start wrestling freestyle and realized that you know I was trying to compete with guys coming out of NCAA's, like just came off being all American, going into the U.S. Open and and uh, the World Team Trials, and I just didn't have the time to train to keep, keep up with them. So um, I decided to change over to Greco and, and, uh, you know, didn't have quite as many of the athletes, fil- you know, um, funneling into the tournament. So thought I had better luck there. And um, th- it took me eight months to learn how to do Greco because uh, it's a little bit backwards. <clears throat> but once I figured it out that in my stance, I wasn't going to get blast doubled anymore, then it all clicked. <laughs>
0: Eight months to figure that out, Willie.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm a little slow learner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I get made fun of too much on the show. I need to throw it back sometimes.
2: No, we're nice to be, bro. <laughs> I actually thought we were going to be doing this in your new gym, so I'm a little disappointed.
0: I should. I'm a little. I'm a little worried about the internet connection out there. Um, you got a
2: brand new CrossFit gym with no internet. How do you no, take videos internet. of your 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 power squats
1: and your pull-ups and post them while you're doing it. Yeah. On Instagram, B-Row, we saw, I mean, I've
0: got the internet. So I have a booster that goes out there and that's what funnels the, like the TV, um, to get the internet, like streaming to the Apple TV out there. But I just don't know. Basically I'll make an excuse that I didn't test <laughs> it out beforehand. I didn't even really think about doing out there, but next next episode. Well, this is
1: this is Will holding you accountable like you asked for.
0: Well, I'm in a different location now, doing it in my home office. Willie
1: or for
2: wusses be right. I, I want to see Willie. I wanna see Willie doing some box hops, you know, box jumps while we're doing this show next time.
1: Let me tell you. I mean, you guys are doing a good job staying focused, but I just cannot. Willie <laughs> really sitting there on the chair like this see it the whole time. I know I'm bringing it up not again, not but here, <laughs> this guy. No, back. <laughs> Zero.
0: Kevin, we need to keep you concentrated on the show. We there can't have
1: fully distracted. I have to look at you. So, <laughs> um, man, so- I mean, Will Simpson has an incredible story. And, um, he's got a lot of fans and a few of them, uh, when we get to, you know, when we get here, B-Row, a few of them ask some questions. So we got some, we got some hard hitting questions from the fans tonight for, for Will, but, uh, but what else do we want to know before we get to the fan questions?
0: So oh, I've got, I've got a few questions, um, because we didn't get any of your, any of your time at West Point, And I'd like to talk about that a little bit. You know, you moved back yeah. about five years ago I think you went a different path. Normally people go to West Point and they're either a tech or an instructor. Um, you usually have to go back to school for a few years before you go there. Um, talk about your transition to West Point and how it was maybe a little bit different um, and some opportunities you had that maybe other people can look at in the future who maybe want to do a different path than the normal one getting back to West Point.
2: Well, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, <clears throat> the people at West Point. Uh, I think that's what makes West Point great, right? So I had a lot of fond memories as a cadet. Um, you know, being being on the wrestling team and <clears throat> to me that was that was family. A lot of growth happened there. Uh, my brothers were there. <clears throat> my cousin Wit Dunning. Dang Wit. What's up, Wit? Uh, hey, what? You know, so it was the part of part of my family, you know, it was at West Point. So <clears throat> uh, but I was in WCAP and you know, it had to be a pretty sweet gig to pull me out of WCAP. Um And, uh, you know, Kevin called me up randomly, you know, and just said, Hey, uh, we, we want to bring you back to West Point. Um, we have the prep schools now, you remember the prep school where I I went to the prep school at B-Row. It was down in New Jersey. You know, we got to pretend like we were Jersey boys there for a little bit. Uh, B-Row even tried to get my hair to blow out one time. (laughs) Um, And uh, so Kevin was like, told me, I mean, Kevin's just like, Hey, we're at the press school at West Point and we need somebody uh, that can coach them. Uh, you know, I, I got a program I'm establishing here at West Point and, and um, we need to build champions and we need a good coach there. So um, <clears throat> I had to talk to Bridget and we had to pray a lot about like what, what the next phase of our family, you know, uh, needed and and uh, for my career and stuff. And we, we basically turned Kevin down the first time <laughs> um I had my heart set on uh going to you know the trials and I and, uh, could finish my you know competition but um we ended up taking them up on it we call I called them back and the job was still available so uh, I said hey you know slot us down there we, we want to be there so we want to get back to our roots and um get back to the program that gave me so much uh so when I got here um I got put to the prep school and then <clears throat> things changed a lot. Uh, I got put in as the, the tack officer for Charlie company, uh, which was B-Row and I's company. Uh, the craziest thing is I remember as a prep school cadet candidate sitting in my tack officer's office, who was Charlie company, tack, off, uh, tack officer and he chewed my butt out for so many different things. Uh, basically said I was never going to mount to anything. And here I am. You know, years later, as the Charlie Company TAC officer, <laughs> having cadet candidates come into my office where I could tell them how they were messed up. <laughs> I never said they were messed up. I said, hey, look, I did this. You better straighten up because, you know, uh, if I could do it, you could do it kind of talk. And, uh, but it was a cool moment for me just to kind of like, man, what a time warp that was. <laughs> um, and, uh, and still to this day, that was probably my favorite year was that first year coaching the prep school team there. Uh, that was Bobby Hill, Lane Peters, Ryan Hedrick, and Bennett Paulson, all, all those guys, um, Bo Guffey. Th- that was their, their year. So um, mm-hmm. I got to coach them. Uh, <clears throat> and, um, and that was, you know, the, the, my favorite job ever was, was coaching those, those guys and wrestling. So uh, after that though, they, the West Point moved me to be the HAC company commander. And, and um, so I had to go do that and kind of, take on you know, coaching as a hobby as opposed to a full-time thing and um but it still allowed me to get into kevin's room whenever kevin wasn't looking and uh pretending
1: like i was wrestling again <laughs> i would just pretend i didn't see him over there attempting to wrestle again it was like you know because going back to college wrestling I'm like you gotta get off bottom now you know yeah. like lane peters is putting legs in and will's gotta try to get up and i'm like will just get stick with greco <laughs> I couldn't get anybody to stop shooting on my legs, man. (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah. So, you know, I didn't have to go to any schools or anything like that. You know, Kevin gave me the uh, quite the offer that that I couldn't refuse. Um, But for for any of those alumni that uh, are questioning whether or not they they should come back to West Point. I, I promise you it is worth its weight in gold, even just to be around the program. Uh, Kevin has done a crazy you know a job building the program up and putting it in a place where it can go and do what we all believe it can do which is being being a top tier program in the country so the fact that in a such a short amount of time Kevin has been able to go from placing six at you know all academy tournament to you know putting seven people and, and scratching at the door to Producing, you know, multiple All-Americans, you know, is crazy. So, but it's something we all believe that it was possible. It's just, it's fun to be a part of that journey and to ride this wave, this Kevin Ward wave and and to, you know, propelling the Army wrestling into, you know, a force that people recognize.
1: Well, I think Will, you know, is obviously um, being generous there with the the praise, but I mean, yeah, it was like, um, you know, really cool when we had the opportunity, it was, Hey, we can we can find a captain in the army and, and bring them here and and, uh, and they can coach your your prep school team. So it was like, well, we know exactly who we want, and um, and Philip said no. So I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we said no we know exactly what we want let's go get this guy um and uh long story short yeah it worked out so it's pretty incredible so all the all the listeners you know that our senior class um you know this year just a really impactful group um yeah will coached uh, the majority of them at prep school um their first year here at west point so made a really big impact on our program we're really lucky and fortunate the way it all worked out
2: yeah well but you know if, if there's a lot of ways you can come back to West Point, you know, some through like uh, academic side, you know, if you go get your master's, you <clears throat> come back to teach at math or, or uh, maybe even DPE. Um, those are great, great, great options. Uh, you know, and, and then be, you can also go to Columbia for a year and get your master's in leadership, come back as a tact officer. It's another great option. Um, uh, anybody that, uh, you know, wants to come back and work at ODA, you just got to reach out to me. I'll put your name down on the list and, and we'll see if we can't get you over here. So I'm always looking, hunting for some armed wrestlers. So anybody listening in tune in, reach out to me. Uh, uh, maybe b ro can post my, my contact info. Um, so that uh, you know, if somebody, their timeline works out, um, I can potentially get them over here. So, um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it is really, really awesome being a part of the program that shaped me into an officer, a good, you know, feel like a good officer. At least I learned a whole lot, a lot of toughness and, and, uh, and grit. Um, uh, and to be able to give back is just feels right. Um, and like I said, it's just fun being a part of a winning program, you know, that uh, is going out and doing things that we all dreamed about doing. Cool.
0: So before we get into the listener questions, I have, I have, and one actually is a listener question, I think, too. But you know, you've had a crazy last couple of weeks. You went to NCAA's, you went to Olympic. You the last chance too.
2: No, I, I didn't. I couldn't swing that one. Uh, I was going to say uh, yeah.
0: Bridges, you go three weekends in a row. Oh my gosh, Bridges. Yeah. Bridges, but that's, that's, that's too
1: much.
2: Bridget is a saint. You know, my, my wife Bridget is a saint and and, then you know, I, I I can't thank her enough for, for all the sacrifice she's, you know, endured so that I can go play coach and, and, uh, and get out there and, and um, you know, be around the sport I love so much. Um, But uh, she, she loves the the boys too. I mean, all, all the guys in the team, she, she's as much invested in them as I am. Uh, and she's just the one that's always behind the scenes so you know shout out to Bridget you know for all the the, real MVP the the real MVP absolutely Kevin and Kevin knows she's she's a tougher competitor than I am Uh, you know she's a tougher
1: competitor a much better golfer yeah (laughs) I wasn't gonna go there but yes (laughs) you're you're 100% right you know
2: she she's uh she's my better half for sure (laughs)
0: So what was it? Um, I guess we'll start with start with Logan Everett's question because that's a good little segue.
2: Um, oh Logan Everett, the guy that I put on his back and, and got some back points. Oh, you did that? Um. I don't know if the final score was tied or if he won, um, but we both walked off the match feeling like you know, I'm okay with what just happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Logan didn't come at you too hard. Logan's got an actual sincere question here. He wants to know, okay, uh, you know, what it meant to you uh, and what it was like to corner John Anderson in his last tournament, the Olympic trials.
2: Oh, man. Uh, well, what a, what a mixture of emotions. Uh, I mean, John, Johnny Smokes was my team, teammate, you know, me and B-Rose teammates. So we go, we go way, way back and, um, and uh, there's so much respect for John and what he was able to do and where he came from and to see the guy compete on the world level, the highest level uh, with tremendous success. Um, So long, you know, and, and and for him to go into the Olympic trials kind of as the number three guy, um, he had, he had the chance to do it. He had the chance to, to, to be in the, you know, Olympian and, and we both believed it He he's worked his tail off to get there. And, um, I was completely honored to be able to sit in his corner and, uh, and be a part of that, um, that last phase of the journey for him. And unfortunately, you know, we kind of had our expectations to be celebrating at this point. Um, it didn't happen. It just wasn't in the cards. Um, and, uh, I can only look at what John had done with, with, with only pride, uh, and uh, and there's no disappointment at all, but but I know the feelings of disappointment are still there. Something that uh, John does—he's—he's he's really mentally tough. Everybody that knows John knows that, but um, but I know he he's uh, hurting a little bit. But um, I tell you, you know, him taking his shoes off, uh, and, and, um, and getting the recognition that that he deserved um, was a special moment for the for the entire wrestling community. I know there's a few other people out there that that took their sho- shoes off in that tournament too, but there's just something was something really special about John Anderson taking his shoes off because those other athletes, that was their full-time job. That was their full-time focus. And I'm not making excuses for John, but I just like to highlight <clears throat> the man was an army officer for, for 15 years now um, competing at the same level with the same success as those other athletes um, whose only job was to win, uh, and, and he's doing it while leading soldiers, protecting our country, and um, <clears throat> raising a family, and kicking the tail, you know, in, in the, on the wrestling mat, so um, yeah, my heart, you know, beats, you know, pretty loudly for for john I, you know i'm really proud for him i was glad that he got that recognition this this past weekend and,
1: and uh, yeah i told I mean, him I, I enjoyed every minute of it such a cool moment you know and and, and bittersweet you know to see him standing there and saluting in the in the middle of the mad and the, the way the fans react because i think they appreciate you know not just him wearing the uniform and um and and serving but uh the way he competed you know, I mean, you know, the reason they call him smokes, you know, he competed so hard and uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, awesome, you know, and and us associated with the program was just awesome to see him out there and and another army wrestler right there in his corner. So really cool. I know we'll have John Anderson on the show again sometime, be able to dig into that a little deeper. Um, Jack Lucy isn't, um, isn't coming at you quite the same way Logan ever did. Jack just wants to know when you're trying to catch these hands. (laughs) And I don't listen in all fairness to Jack. I don't think Jack has heard that story about you busting the guy's nose. So,
0: yeah, I don't think Jack's going to be, uh, you know, after he hears this, uh, this, this show, he's going to be speaking a different tune.
1: He does. Yeah. Let me. Get, he, he does add some military manner to it. He, he. When are you trying to catch these hands again, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Jack, Jack. Yeah. Your response yes. to Jack Lucy. Well, you know, I told more. Jack.
2: I told Jack he he needs to he needs to have some some higher goals for himself. You know, and you know he made it he made it on the wrestling team. It's a good job, Jack. I'm proud of you, man. I really am. You know, but but you can do more. And, uh, you know, I even spent a little bit of time with Jack, you know, doing some Greco and, and uh, wrestling a little bit. And, you know, I kind of took it easy on him, let him get his confidence up and, uh, you know. But, uh, hey, phase two of our training, Jack, is when you get yourself back out here and we can scrap.
1: Okay. Hey, listen. We'll go, we'll go um, a little. Bit. We'll take Jack Lucy back in a heartbeat. <laughs> yep. um, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, but, hey, I'm going to tell you, this, this is kind of off script, but Jack Lucy was here as our A.I., and we go on a trip, and uh, we're wrestling at wait, Drexel. Wait,
0: pause it real quick. What's exactly on script then for
1: this? Um, it's <laughs> just all the prep work that we go <laughs> that we do beforehand. Listen, we're wrestling at Drexel, and it's an evening duel, like six o'clock or whatever. So we go into the wrestling room um, at like ten o'clock that morning for a workout. And I say, you're going to come in, you're going to wrestle at least three minute hard go, maybe a full match this morning. We'll go back, have lunch, take a nap, come back, do the whole thing over again tonight. Um, and and Jack was wrestling with Ben Harvey, who people don't know, but Ben Harvey was not a practice room wrestler. You know, Ben Harvey was his best when the, you know, the lights were on and the stakes were the highest. But in the practice. In overtime. Yeah, in overtime, apparently. <laughs> um, in practice, Ben would, I mean, people would just like dogging. You know, Ben would get beat up in practice. He wouldn't quit. You know, it's not, but he just, he wasn't concerned with winning every single practice. He would try new things. He would get beat up. So Jack Lucy as an AI weighing about 180 pounds here at this time, he, he would get on the mat maybe once, twice a week. Um, this is the morning of a dual meet and we're wrestling in Drexel's room. And I look over and Jack Lucy is wrestling as hard as I've ever seen him wrestle in his entire life. Like the five years previous to that, I've never seen this intensity out of Jack Lucy. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching him. I'm like, is he really going to try to like take Ben to the shed right now? Like Ben's got to wrestle tonight. We have a dual meet and Jack is just like all over wrestling hard. And I'm like, this son of a a gun. And like, he's actually going to try to beat Ben up here. And he did for like three minutes, just dogged him, beat him up bad. (laughs) And uh, after Jack comes over and he's like, yeah, I felt pretty good today. Felt pretty good. I was like, well, I'm glad you felt good, Jack, but you're not the one out there wrestling tonight. <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm really glad that you felt good but that guy's about two tenths over right now he's already down to weight and you're here beating the crap out of him he's got to go out there and wrestle tonight so why don't you go make sure that our athletes are feeling good oh my gosh that's awesome <laughs> what a jack lissy story <laughs> what a Jack lissy story! oh we've got more for another episode um one where maybe matthew's not watching uh, yeah yeah um but is it okay about summing up with like jack um, get these hands anytime that's it you heard oh, it geez. here lucy um i'm gonna see if you can guess who wants to ask you this. is it true that you have a knack for breaking spike ball sets if oh so, man. yeah so <laughs> it's <laughs> coming from bobby Hill, isn't it bobby Hill.
2: oh geez yeah that's a funny story that was back when spike ball kind of big and and uh you know when we have a chance to I take the prep school guys down to the wrestling room, down to, uh, you know, the RTC practices and, you know, they'd be playing spike ball. It was kind of cool and it was fine. So at the end of the year, you know, Bobby boned up some money and, and, uh, was like, Hey, we'll get our own set up at the prep school so we can practice and get better. So when we go down the Hill, we're not looking, looking bad. So <clears throat> I thought I was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> soon as he pulled this new set out and he strung up the net, and I started playing. I was like, all right, Bobby, me and you, let's go. You know, and I guess I went for a spike and tripped over my shoelace and just fell right on top of the spike ball thing and broke it in half. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even two minutes out of the box. <laughs> Is that what we had that spike ball set with all the duct tape on it? Uh, Yeah, it's probably, probably the, you know, some of the carnage that I left for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I apologize, uh, Bobby. I think I still owe you a. The uh, spike ball set to replace it
1: <laughs> well we're fortunate we get uh we get bob sticking around next year as an intern for us so um he'll be making that that lieutenant bah next year so i think he'll be able to afford his old spike ball set
2: yeah that's true that's true <clears throat> he can get he can uh potentially get better good at you know good at, to, to beat me so potentially potentially yeah he's got to work at it though
1: that's the uh, that's the viewer questions I had, the hard-hitting questions <laughs> that I have for Major Simpson. Um, and uh, we've covered a lot, so I don't have any any questions personally, Biro.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, just to wrap things up, you know, let's talk about, uh, let's close it just talking about your future. I know you're leaving West Point, you're getting out of the military, you're moving back home. Just so like wrap it up with the listeners, you know, they kind of have an understanding.
2: Yeah, um, so my Next for me and my family is, uh, we're gonna get out of active duty. Um, you know, we we've held on. Uh, we played Army uh, for a good while now. Uh, coming up on thirteen, well, I guess twelve years since I graduated, but thirteen when you throw in the prep school year. <clears throat> um, it's been uh, an awesome ride, you know, uh, in the Army, and I love the organization. I don't want to leave it, but I do need to refocus um, on the family. And uh, and what the family's needs are. Um, I, I you know I, I hate leaving the Army wrestling family here at West Point. It's going to be super sad to leave. Uh, not looking forward to that. Um, but uh, my my family down in Nashville, uh, my mom and dad, and Philip and his kids, and Patrick and his kids, and you know trying to get wit down there too, um, and then all the rest of them, all my sisters. So it's um, <clears throat> a lot of adventures down there for us and for my kids, and, and uh, I want to get them involved in in uh in wrestling so hoping that uh, whatever job i end up getting i could I have time and can make the time to start a wrestling club uh and um uh, you know and uh, kind of do that with philip and patrick and my dad and, and the family down there so um it was just a big part of my growing up was being around my grandparents and my cousins and aunts and uncles so i want to provide that for my kids and uh and also you know with number eight on the way i got to provide a little bit more stability for bridget and uh so it's something she's been looking forward to for some time
0: awesome well appreciate you coming on the show will any questions for us you know before you hop off do you want to know anything about us
2: (laughs) uh no no i i you know like i said i think next episode i'd like to see it in the b hall uh you know crossfit gym down there um (laughs) Zero, so,
0: <laughs> yeah, we have, the viewers haven't seen the gym so maybe we'll maybe i'll do it down there and i'll give a little uh
2: i do got to give you props i think you actually have a knack for creating a a nice crossfit gym it looks very good i have to i'll give you that
0: <laughs> it looks very good
1: now if you would it actually start using good. it then...
0: <laughs> yeah i, I guess it's, it's about time to start working out then i think uh it's yeah. but it's really new like so for the listeners out there I have a a, a, uh, a B hall radio wrestling mat, um, custom, you know, B hall radio logo on it, you know, with all the bells and whistles of a CrossFit gym. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have to do it next time in there. Well,
2: I will, I will ask, you know, I think, uh, you know, getting another brother and brother teammate, uh, um, episode, I'm going to call out Pat and Brent Smith and i th- i think they should be on on your agenda for um as a special guest
0: ooh i think we can make that happen that was going to be my that my uh, my closing question it was going to be who do you want to, who do you want to hear on here next yeah
2: i i kind of jumped the
1: gun on it sorry about that biro i think he's trying to tell you something there when he starts <laughs> when he when he comes out with the the closing question before you're able to ask i don't know i'm just saying he might be sick of talking to you biro i'm well, <laughs> <laughs> No, man. Hey, I want to just say, um, I appreciate Will coming on the show. Thanks for letting me be a co-host tonight, B-Row. Uh, I like being on this side of the questions. Um, and, uh, man, a legendary Army wrestling career. So I hope the fans enjoy hearing a little bit of your story. And uh, maybe we have you on again and, and tell us a little bit more sometime. No, I love it. I I, I
2: totally dig the B-Hall radio. And uh, I appreciate you getting on every night and t- and taking, uh, you know, k-dubs jabs at you uh, <laughs> yeah when, it's uh, fun for me to watch
0: when when matt when you when uh, kevin mentioned to matthew that uh you know oh yeah what's, what's your favorite episode an episode that that Biro wasn't on uh can you remember an episode that i wasn't on
1: actually there was yeah was there yep
0: wait which one
1: it's the one with all the views on youtube <laughs> <laughs> look it up look it up I,
0: i've been on every episode
2: have you? I may go, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you just fell off or something. Maybe it
1: was, tuned, tuned <laughs> maybe he it. was just overshadowed by. You <laughs> know, i want to go through see me me
0: and see
2: there, if I there's a, a couple app. of them where your video it doesn't show up, and so it's like the B Hall Radio logo, and so you don't actually see your face. So
0: yeah, but you hear me talking. Ah, uh, you know, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic Willie argument right here. It Doesn't make any sense. Similar to my arguments most of the time too. Yeah,
1: if <laughs> yeah. we better shut it down, or otherwise this thing's going to go on for another two hours. We yeah. let you guys finish this argument.
0: <laughs> and for the listeners who don't know, Willie was uh, like kind of uh, clearing his throat several times because he lost his voice this weekend coaching John.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I do apologize about that. Um, yeah, I kind of, I I spent most of my time yelling at the rest. I'll just say that you know, keep it short. I can relate. Yeah, I was like, like well, the NCAAs. I, I did I take like a couple of good not notes out. from K Dub's notebook.
1: I had her to address to referees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, let's wrap this up, Willie. It was great to have you on the show.
2: No, this is awesome. Thanks, Biro. I've only been waiting for 38 episodes, but this—I'm glad we got it. finally got me on here. So
0: <laughs> well, better late than never. <laughs> now, now is when we're going to start bringing in the more fans. We'll start. Maybe we'll have several dozens of fans now. Yeah, just a few dozen. No,
2: this is good. I appreciate it. Uh, I love, you know, I love the show, and, and whatever you guys need, I'm, I'm here for you. Awesome. awesome.
1: Thanks, everyone. All right, B Hall, B Hall, B Hall.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the B Hall Radio Show. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five star rating on your favorite podcast platform. If there's something you'd like to hear on a future show, reach out to us on any of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or you can reach us at email bhaw.radio at gmail.com.
1: We'd love to hear your thoughts, and as always, go Army, be Navy.